you ready? Ah, uh, yeah! Barbells and tall tales coming at you on Father's Day. Woo. Are you ready? Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, Studio 214 at Foster Street with my tag team partner, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Boys and girls, children of all ages, barbells and tall tales will proudly present to you the tag team champions, champions of, of the world, world, Dean Mean Sweat, and your host, Jam Patterson. I refer to myself as the icon. I'm kind of like Sting. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, wait, let's redo that. Yeah, Jam the icon Patterson. We do what we can. I even have a shirt. You remember the old Run DMC shirt? Yep. Mine says the icon across it. Ooh. Yeah, we did this fantasy football league, and so that's what my name was in there. And so I had a buddy of mine, he has a T-shirt company, made these shirts, and it uh, it's pretty legit. I need to wear it one Sunday. Yes. And so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there who are listening. Yep. Uh, you guys are holding it down. You guys are some of the strongest men in the world. We greatly appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah, have you done anything for Father's Day yet, or you got well, anything going yes, on? Well, um, yes. I took my dad. We did we did Father's Day for my dad last week, so I All took right. him out to out out west up there in Kernersville. Man, you can't go wrong. Got that man an amazing steak. Said, "Get the biggest steak you can eat." There we go. And he got the biggest steak. Well, um, what did he get here? He got I I think no, actually he didn't get the biggest steak. He got that bone in ribeye that they have. Oh man! But he ate every single drop that I mean, was on you, his plate. You can't man. go wrong with that yeah. restaurant. No, it's awesome. It's that, amazing. That was a phenomenal find. We were going to try to go to uh, Cowboys Brazilian Steakhouse. Yep. We couldn't get a reservation. My man, Dean, got on the phone, yep. Googling steakhouses, found out west, me, you, and Crisco, and, man, it was And fun. it was in Kernersville, not in Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, that was one of the best steakhouses. Man, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was good. Now, did uh, Emma do anything for you for Father's yeah, Day? Yeah, uh, Crystal and Emma got me. Of course, they know my love for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Not just Cam Newton, but Carolina Panthers in general. Unbelievable. So, Crystal bought me the tailgating set for the Carolina Panthers, the folding table, okay. the uh, the two chairs with it. She bought me a uh, tailgating game uh, to go with it. All so, right. uh, yeah, they did They did pretty good by me this year. A folding table for a folding team. Oh, oh yeah. That, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean. I mean. The, look, look. When, they got Sam Darnold leading us this year, uh, so yeah. Why why did they not draft a better quality quarterback? What are you talking about? I, I mean, th- I think I think Matt Golden Corral is going to be pretty good. You think so? I think he's going to be good, man. Uh, they said in the OTAs he's been he's been throwing some bombs. So to who? Uh, the receivers. Yeah, who but are? here's the thing, though. They're they're not being pressured in OTAs. Right, exactly. They're they're not they don't have anybody in their face. I so mean, it's we can easy go out to throw. throw bombs there, right? Yeah, it's easy to, to throw. But I mean what I like to see is that the throws are on target at least. Well, I mean, that's always a plus. Yeah. They haven't had a guy that could throw on easy target now. since easy, uh, easy, easy. Man, probably Frank Wright. Nah, nah. <laughs> you you are insane. You're just trying to get a rise out of me. Let's get on to something else. So, uh, so I mean, that's pretty cool of them. I ate with my kids today. That's awesome. Uh, we did some stuff. They got where'd y'all go? Oh, we just went here in town. Uh, oh, okay. Because uh, Dakota, he his his wife, soon to be wife, was making him work out at the gym. Oh yeah. So we just she's went a to, slave driver. Oh yeah. I mean, they they love the gym. So we went, got uh, some lunch, and he got me some Ted Lasso stuff. Nice. And, uh, Cobra Kai stuff like that. Good so, job, Dakota. Yeah, they did well, man. I got two phenomenal kids, so. Uh, pretty pumped about that. So 
it was, it's been a good day so far. I'm going to play a little golf later on, relax, right. hit it up. All right. And go from there. It's a there beautiful day to do some golfing, man. man. It is phenomenal. After having that 100-degree days last week. Look, I I went out to the camp because some of our middle schoolers were out there. Savannah Crisco. Yep. Uh, one of them, uh, Morgan Peel. Uh, Poor Tara Peel out there, oh, sweating yes. to death. I mean, her and Clap. Uh, who else was out there? My, 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 my mind's going, uh, the Bransons. I mean, Sydney Thorpe was out there. Okay. So, so I got there on Wednesday, and I, I text them all. I'm going to go to the service, right, because service starts at like 6.30, uh, 7 o'clock. So I'm going to go hang out with them, see how it's going. So I text them, said, hey, look, I'm coming out. Uh, you guys want a milkshake? I just text the counselor, right, because yeah. kids don't care. You know, yeah. you, you just got to suck it up and get used to the heat. Right? Exactly. So I text Tara, Suzanne Bryant, Maggie, Clap, said, hey, look, bring uh, milkshakes, what y'all want? So they send me their order, so I go by cookout, get milkshakes. We get there. We eat our milkshakes. We walk down to uh, where they're going to have the rally. And by the time I walk down there, I could just feel my back was just pouring sweat. Uh-huh. I walked right back up the hill, got in my truck, and went home. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I love Jesus, but <laughs> no no worship for me tonight. We, we going home, bro. It's a like 100 degrees. Yeah, it's bad. And so we went on home. And then I get home, man, and – one of the guys that, you know, we talk wrestling a lot about, one of the guys I saw had made the news, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Looks like he had to pay a $3 million hush money. Hush money, yep. To keep a uh, – Paralegal. Paralegal quiet. $3 million for having – it looks like having an affair – uh, Vince and uh, Linda are no longer living in the same place. They sold the place. This is taking a turn, man. Just it, in this last week, how this is unraveled is just wow. It's just amazing. And so, you know, I come home, check all this out. Uh, I, he's gonna be on SmackDown Friday night. So I yeah, I was, on, I was pumped. I, I turn on SmackDown because we, me, you, and Chris go in there, and you know, we had all eight. I got home. He comes out and basically says, you know, WWE has this moniker. Now, no, I'm sorry. Then. Now, forever. forever, together. Yep. Throws the mic. And drops the mic and walks off. Yep. And I, I'm looking at this, man, and it just hits me because we always discuss what we're going to talk about. It is amazing to me how athletes, owners, like, you know, even Robert, is it Robert Kraft? Robert with, Kraft, with the pa- owner of uh, the Patriots. Right. Yes. They have all this money. Like, they have problems in life, but money is evidently not one of them. When you're in the billions of dollars, millions yeah. of dollars, how these athletes can just do – I mean, they're just stupid. Yeah. It, you know, it's a, it's amazing to me with the money that these guys have, why they can't use that money for good. Right. Why exactly. Why can't they – but, but they, they still can't get away from – the, their 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 uh, negative side of life, right. you know, they're they're ba- they're bad. Uh, these demons, yeah, that these demons follow. that follow them around. How they can't get away from that? It just it. I can't fathom it. I mean, I'm looking at this guy right, and I am, you know, I am no way promoting any, anything like this. But I, I'm thinking, all right, Vance is he's got to be in his 80s, right? Yeah. I I don't. Well, know. I you know. I think he's in his late 70s. Right, I don't 70s. think he's even. I don't think he's 80 yet. All right. Well, let's just say 70s, right? Yeah. And I don't know when this happened. It could have been 10 years ago, 15 years ago. But my thing is, dude, if first off, 
don't be married. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. First off, and one, you're Vince McMahon. You don't need, I mean, I would think people are lining up to to try to, you know, hook up with Vince because, like we said, the he money. is a billionaire. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at all these athletes, and you just wonder what goes through their mind. What are they thinking? Are these demons that impossible? <clears throat> so we got to looking back. Me and Dean were looking at how, man, how some of these athletes that, man, we know of and some that Dean has looked up. Yeah, how, some I had no idea who they were. Right. Yeah. And you just wonder what is going on because now you got him and you got Deshaun Watson, who mm-hmm. now he's been traded to Cleveland. Cleveland gave up the farm. Oh, to yeah. To get this guy. Oh, other, yeah. Other than uh, the quarterback they had, uh, uh, Baker. Yeah. And so you gave up, and now you got allegation after allegation because. He may the, never see the field again, Jay. Never Jan. see the field yeah. because he loves the massage parlor yep. that much. Hibachi massage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, I mean, I mean, when when you first see this Deshaun Watson thing, what I mean, what comes to mind here? Um, To me, it. To me, it looks like a guy that has never had money before. Right. Now he's got all this money. He's got all the money in the world at his disposal. Right. And he believes that he can just manipulate anybody that he wants, and he can, hey, I'm Deshaun Watson. You know, massage me this way. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and you can't – it doesn't matter how much money you have – you you can't force people into doing what you want them to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and you, like you said, I I just don't understand. You make these terrible decisions. You got Deshaun Watson, like you said, who has every resource at his hand. I mean, fame, money, attention, and you look at it and you just wonder. In high school and college, are are they teaching these guys how to be young men? No, they're not. Yeah. Well, evidently they're not. No. Or you're here to make me millions of dollars. Exactly. I could care less yep. what grades you make. Put us on the map at Clemson, and I'm not saying it's Clemson's fault, but wherever they go to school, put us on the map, and, and we will overlook the rest. Yes, I think you, you got coaches out there that are just pushing these kids through like high school. Hey, I don't care what you do. Let's just, let's just overlook it. He's trying to, we're trying to win a state title here. Right. You know, same way to college. We're trying. We're trying to get a national championship. Come on, man. We, let's just ignore what he's. You know, this little little side thing he's got going on here. Well, and then finally, it just comes to the surface when he's uh, when he's in the NFL. Right. Exactly. And so you wonder. You have to think that even in college, something had to have been going on. Oh yeah. I mean, even in high school. I mean, and not to this. Not to this level. Not to but this, I'm not, sure he had like a couple co-eds or something. Right. You know that. You know that probably would. You know. Now that all these are coming to light, it may come up to hey in college, dude, he forced himself on me. He did yeah, this. he raped me or something. Yeah, right. Yep. And so and and then you go and then you go to the the other spectrum of the world. You go to a Michael Vick, mm-hmm. who you know, every thought he was squeaky clean, great quarterback. He was far better than Cam Newton at no, running and not at all. The ball. No, he and, was a poor man's Cam Newton. But I get I get what you're saying. Keep going. And then you got this guy who's just a dog fighting machine. Yeah. Yeah, it's like what, what? I mean, come but, on. And, and think about it. How much money was he making from dogfighting? Who? Ca- I mean, how much but did he really need s- to make? Yeah, I'm saying you don't need to make that. You did that because you like to watch dogs fight. Yeah, and you know Which it's is illegal. Crazy. And you know it's illegal. Yeah. And I mean, I can't. 
when dogs fight, I can't stand it. I you know, oh, no. I can't if I see a dog hurt, it tears me up. Yeah, I, and I, this guy was feeding basically feeding his fighter dogs, or I mean, his fighter dogs were basically feasting on these little small dogs that they would that they would find on the road. You know, it right. could be somebody's lost little pooch, and they was basically letting them have a field day with those dogs to and practice it, on. Yeah, and you just understand. I mean, you try to understand what is going through these guys' minds because they are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and I, you know, we got so far. You know, like I said, we got Vince, we got Deshaun Watson. Um, we got Michael Vick. Uh, I mean OJ. Let's go OJ. Let's talk OJ. I mean, OJ, uh, the Hertz man. I mean, was commercials were Naked Gun. Naked Gun. What was his na- name in Naked Gun? I can't remember, but he was he was hilarious in yeah. Naked Gun. And so, but you got these guys. It just makes no sense. And you know, we were talking at the gym, and I think you even brought up the point. You said if it would happen today. Uh, because of DNA testing, yes. that OJ would probably be convicted, and I said no, he wouldn't, because the the one thing that all these guys have in common is money. Yeah, right. Money wins overall. I mean, as much as we don't want to admit it, money wins court cases. Money wins the battles. Money does. If you got money, you're gonna be fine. Well, at the time that OJ's OJ's uh, that whole. Uh, Nicole Brown Simpson murder happened with Ron Goldman and all that. At that time, we weren't but about two or three years away past uh, the um, Rodney King. Right. And oh, so you knew nothing was going down. Yeah. So I, I think maybe some of the jurors, because I think there were 10 black jurors and two white jurors, if I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe because i've i've listened to a podcast since then and two of them admitted we were going to say he was innocent because he's because he's a black man and what right. the what the police department had done right. to rodney king not, not in a defense to oj which he which i think he killed him oh I, without a doubt i believe it the lapd botched they everything. absolutely did they yeah. botched the yeah. whole thing and they didn't need to no they really didn't yeah. I mean, the man was on a plane with gl- blood, gloves, and everything. He had I'm, blood on his on his bronco as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, and so I remember watching the scene. I mean, I remember okay, watching the white Okay, how bronco. old were you when that happened? Man, I what year was it? Uh, that was 94. 94, so I, 18, it was in 89. I was in my 20s, young 20s. Okay, I was 12, and I remember <laughs> watching CNN live and that bronco going down the road, down the highway, all the cars getting out of its way. It was going about 45 miles yep. an hour, and there was about 2,700 police officers <laughs> riding just behind it, him. just following it. I mean, it was the craziest thing. thing I've ever seen in my life. Here's the thing. If that's me or you, we're wrecked. Oh, yeah, we're dead. We're pit maneuvered in, in, yeah, in a half a mile. We're, 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 in a, we're in a guardrail. We're in a ditch. They've knocked, I remember watching all that thinking, what in the world? What was this buddy that was driving? AJ or uh, what was it? Cowlings? Something Al like Cowlings. That. Al Cowlings. That's it, yeah. And, and here's how old I am, right? I see if you remember this. To- totally different subject. I remember I had skipped school, and I remember I watched the space shuttle blow up. I don't. TV. I don't remember that. I remember I skipped school. We were watching the space shuttle. It blew up, and then I blew up myself because I went home and said, "Man, did y'all see the space shuttle blow up? They showed that to you in school." Uh oh. <laughs> yep. Got uh, caught. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Ratted myself out. <laughs> <laughs> so you got OJ, I mean, and you just wonder uh, why these guys who have all this fame, all this, 
cannot make good decisions in life. Yeah. And, I mean, you go – I look at guys like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Right, when he first started acting, uh, messed up big time. Yeah. Went to jail. Turned his life around. Now he's the biggest Marvel yep. guy, right? Iron, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yep. Tony, Tony Stark. And, and has made an incredible positive change for his life. I also look at it like this. I mean, Ray Lewis. Yeah. Ray Lewis has been accused, I don't know how many times, that he killed someone when he was younger. Mm-hmm. But everybody will tell you when it comes to the NFL, he's probably the greatest locker room leader there. Yes. Is. Yeah, he is. And so uh, you just wonder what what happens with these guys. Why can we not make good decisions? And, you know, is it something where, you know, we're looking at Father's Day. Do, do we go back and say, you know, there wasn't a dad in their life? I mean, Tony Hernandez. Tight end for the Patriots. You mean Aaron Hernandez? Yeah, yeah. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, was in a gang. Yes. Killed how many people? Probably. Yeah. I mean, and so was it? Was it a thing where dad just wasn't around? Yeah. Dad is a is a pivotal role in in a child's life. Um, the the kid like I, my kid right now, Emma. She absorbs every little thing that I do. Oh, absolutely. Every little thing that I do. So I have to watch what I say, what I do. Um, also, I want to, for her, I want to make sure that I'm treating my wife like a god. Because right. I want her to see that's how a woman should be treated. Exactly. You know, that's how my boyfriend or my fiance, husband, whatever, right. that's how I'm going to be treated. If not, I'm out. Right. I got a feeling with, with these athletes... Like, for example, Ray, uh, Ray Ray, Ray Carruth. Ray Carruth. Yeah, Ray Carruth, you know, uh, had, his, uh, had his girlfriend, pregnant girlfriend, killed. Yeah. Um, th- th- I think a lot of times these athletes don't have a father figure, so the, the grandparents try to step in. But the kid has hostility because he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a father figure. You know, the, the father figure should be the di- di- disciplinary figure in the yep. house. Dad has abandoned yes. them. Yes, yeah, the dad's abandoned them, so they, they lash out. They, they, they don't have any respect. Well, the only thing that's keeping them in line is the sports. Right. So to play sports, you got to have good grades. Yep. So you, you got to keep your grades up. Well, once you get some of that money, once you get in the, pro, in the pros, you get a little freedom. Yeah. You still don't have the respect. You still don't have common decency. Right. So you, you start wiling out, and that's when the, things like this happen. You haven't been grounded in life. Exactly. What's down yes. To, right. I remember when uh, my daughter, she was, I think she was 16, and uh, she was going on one of her very first dates. Mm-hmm. Man, she was pumped. She was pumped. Daddy was not so pumped, but yeah. she, she was pumped. And so I said, you know, you know, what time's he getting here? Blah, blah, blah. It's jazz, you know. And so I'm sitting in the living room, and I see his little Jeep Cherokee pull up. I, a little green one. I can remember it. Pulled him a driveway. I thought, well, here he is. And I hear, wah, wah, wah. No, no, sir. Uh-uh. And Savannah started going to the door. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, you sit down. She's like, oh, he's here, though. He's here. I said, I said sit down. So I opened the screen door. I said, hey, let me go and tell you something. You plan on taking my daughter out? You better back that Jeep up. Jeep up out of my driveway right now. You better drive around the block. You better go somewhere. You got about five or ten minutes. I said, you better come back up here. You better knock on this door. Absolutely. You better shake my hand yeah. and tell me who you are. Well, my daughter's not going nowhere. Yep. And Savannah was livid. Yeah. She was livid. And so, I mean, the kid drove off, and she's like, what are you doing? Why are you embarrassed? And I said, Savannah, if he can treat you like that now, when y'all get, if y'all get real serious, you Imagine married, five years down the road. He's going to treat you even worse because mm-hmm. what starts in a relationship 
will build and it will stay there. And he came back and uh, he knocked on the door. He was real hesitant. I didn't like him. I yeah. can tell right now. I, saw, I knew in my mind it wasn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. Savannah had no clue. I yeah. knew this ain't going to work out. Either I was going to stop this relationship. Because I could just tell. You're a little punk. Yeah. I ain't got no time for you. And so dads need to do that for their kids. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, we're not dumb, right? Like you said, you want to show Emma this is how you need to be treated. Yeah. The way you treat Crystal is how you need to be treated. You're showing Emma this is the type of guy that you better get, someone who adores you, who cherishes you, and you set that standard. And I don't believe any of these guys have ever had that standard set for them. Yep. And so what it's called, it's like the trickle-down effect, right? One little thing, and then it just snowballs and snowballs and snowballs. I mean, to the story you were telling me about uh, before we, we got on air, the was it the Los Angeles Rams guy? Yeah, let me let me look up his name real quick. This was crazy. Uh, Robert Robert Rosier. Uh, no, I had never heard of him either. He played for the Rams in the late seventies, but he uh, after he had retired, he joined a cult called the Sons of God. Uh-huh. And there, uh, it was sort of a black brotherhood type cult. Yep. Um, but they were told to kill white people. Nice. <laughs> and uh, he actually that, was charged with ki- – go ahead. Is that where Saturday Night Live got to kill all the whiteies you see? Yeah, kill whitey. I don't know. Yeah. It could be. I don't know. But uh, he actually was charged with killing seven people and was sentenced to, I think, 234 years in prison. Wow. Yeah. Insane, right? Yeah. Two, I mean, two, I mean – I, I guess he's still there. Well, just, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe. Dried out bones just laying on the floor 230 some years. Oh, that's I mean, old Robert Sell over I mean, there. He, he's coming out like a biblical character. Yeah. As old as he's going to Moses coming out. Methuselah or Good Lord. <laughs> Only 60 years to go. I mean, that's, that's Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence in life, right? Yep. <laughs> you better exactly. give me that cornbread. Ain't nobody eat my cornbread. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I mean, look at it seriously. Why? I mean, no. I mean, I know we're joking about it, but why do court systems? You got uh, two hundred years of prison. What? So my my thing is, I understand they want to give. So he killed seven people. So he basically right. probably got seven life, seven sentences. life sentences. But just just bring the families in and let's shoot this man or electrocute him and send him on his send him on his merry way oh i'm just trying to figure out if they believe in reincarnation yeah when when you come back we're gonna be looking for you and we're gonna put you back in here we're gonna kill you bring you back to life then kill you again resuscitate you bring it back uh clear i mean mean, so unbelievable (laughs) i can't believe we just got on this topic I, I all of a sudden I see Dwight Schrute giving CPR to this guy. Ah 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 ah! Stay alive, stay alive. So here we are. We got all these athletes who we feel like have no father figure in their life. So dads, as we close this show, look, man, be the guy, be the man of your household Absolutely. that your kids are proud of. Be the be the husband that your wife can brag about. Be the protector. Be the protector, the comforter, the provider. I mean, we live in a time now where I see it in church, and no knock against any of these guys that go to our church because they're all phenomenal guys, but women are starting to take a more leadership role than the men are. Men, it's time that we step up, we set the values, we set the standards for our kids, our spouses, our loved ones, be the ones that the kids look up to. I mean, for me, 
I, I, I mean, I, I walk a fine line because I'm around your daughter a lot at the gym. I'm around uh, Craig Whitley's daughter a lot, Carter Nim. I was picking on them in church today. Uh, uh, Crisco's girls, the Peels, and man, I always want to set a standard that when they look at me, even though I'm not dad or anything like that, I'm not related, but they look at a guy and say, man, that's how you need to treat people. Oh, yeah, and without so, a doubt. And so, dads, that's my challenge for you today on Father's Day. Be the man of integrity. Be the man of respect. Uh, be the ones that these kids look up to. Be who you are in private, who you are in public. Yeah. Be that guy. And dads, and dads of, of, of boys out there. I know, I know you always want to, uh, you always want to take them and play sports and this and that and teach them that. You you want it, you want the next quarterback or the next star pitcher or something like that. Get out and teach these kids how to how to grow a garden. Absolutely. Teach these kids how to change a tire. Teach these kids how to plug a tire. How to change oil, change brakes, because that little thing right there is has gotten lost in America. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you you got kids that are growing up now and that are graduating college that are putting diesel in their gas tanks. No, Lord. They, they have no idea. They're clueless no. on, like, life, just things that every, that our latest generations before us just knew. Right, there's no life they, skills they don't, they, There's no life skills. Right. And, uh, I, I mean, if we could teach these kids that, I mean, that'd be awesome. Oh, absolutely. I mean, ki- kids, need, kids need to know these things. Oh, well, for sure. Yeah. Well, dads, hey, we love you guys. Have a great Father's Day. Dean, my man, have a good Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Jam. Hey, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Hit that share button. And as always, are you ready? ready?